Welcome to Two Dudes in a Canoe. I'm Junior. And I'm Jordan. We're two pastors who do enough preaching. Instead, we just want to have some conversations about life. So come on and hop in. And if you haven't yet subscribed, we'd love for you to be a regular. Whether you're on a run, in the kitchen, or on your commute, grab a paddle, hop in the canoe. Let's navigate a river together. All right, welcome to Two Dudes in a Canoe. That was good. That's cool. I like when we harmonize. Yeah, me too. Well, Junior, I got to ask, how you feeling? I, was, I just got to be honest, I was worried about you there for yeah, a Yeah, a little wellness check? I thought I lost you. <laughs> I you just got, got out of the hospital. Well, yeah. I mean, I went to the ER. I don't know if that's considered being in the hospital. I think you have to be admitted. I don't know. I went to the doctor. The doctor there. told me to go to the ER. They, you had a CAT scan. I had a CAT scan. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. When you do a CAT scan, I don't know if you know this. I've it, never had one. It well, makes I, you... And tell us. They like inject uh, ink into your into your uh, arm, like when you, into your what? IV. I think ink or something. Isn't I have that no what idea. they do for your heart? I don't know. I just do what they tell me to do. Okay. And it makes you feel like you pee your pants. Like you the get really does. warm in your chest and in your throat. But and then it just like for drips your, down your whole body. Isn't it for your head? I don't know what it is. Like when you, then they put you in the machine. Yeah. Just your head though. Yeah. So why would they put ink in your body? Because uh, you have blood vessels in your head. Most people do, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, okay. Sunday night. Here's a story. Sunday night. I was playing video games with my girls. Started sneezing. What a way to go, right? It was just sneezing, regular sneezing. <laughs> Allergies. Yeah. Some Zyrtec could have handled that. You don't need to go to the hospital, you well, pansy. <laughs> but after I sneezed once, I felt like a freight train hit my head. Like, I, it was like pounding. <laughs> it was the worst headache I've ever felt by far. Um, I started puking. I was like like a little bit dizzy. Couldn't regulate wow. my body temperature. Nicole was like, and she's a nurse. She's, usually, she's like, hey, just rub some dirt in it. You're fine. But she was like, no, you got to go in. You got to go in. So I was like, nah, I'll sleep this off. So I went to bed. Woke up the next morning. It was a little cloudy, a little bit of a headache. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go work out, which was a dumb idea. Went to the gym. I got done with one set. I sat up on the bench. I got like not confused, but more disoriented. I was like, what am, what am I doing again? How did I get and then my And then my uh, vision started to like blur periodically, just like go blurry. And so I was like, all right, I got to go in. So I went oh, yeah. in. That's a, that, what a, that's a sneeze. Yeah. So I went in and I sat in the waiting room for three hours. And then I got a CAT scan and an IV. And then they said, uh, you don't have whatever we were looking for, an aneurysm. And uh, this might have had what, you know, this might be what happened. I wasn't really listening when they were saying everything. So I got to go to the doctor and they're going to appoint me to specialist. Mm. Okay. But for right now, I'm fine. Okay. We'll see. This I'm not going to lie. The last 24 hours, you still haven't been yourself. And so this might be a fun episode. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Welcome to the canoe. We are on Tradition River. All right, Jordan. Big question. <laughs> this is how it all started for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jordan, big question, controversial question. All right. You ready for this one? Give it to me. When is it okay to decorate for Christmas? Oh, the well, I, it's different per people. For okay. me, personal preference, I my house is already full decorated. Okay, when was it decorated? Uh, I have a tradition, one of my favorite holidays, Daylight Savings. Yeah? Love so Daylight Savings. So that's when savings. you decorate, uh, yeah. Daylight Savings. I love it. You get a free hour, and so I'm like, what am I going to do with this extra hour? I know, decorate for Christmas. You would think of that. It, isn't it a great holiday? I'm not saying that's a bad idea. That's actually a pretty good idea. Thank you. Free hour. Yeah. So, okay. What I, about you? I used to be very strict. Like, it has to be after Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Like, don't let Christmas 
like intrude on my favorite holiday. You're Thanks, right. Thanksgiving, yeah, birth of Jesus. You just take second place to to <laughs> eating food with the pilgrims. Well, I just I like it because it's like it's like Christmas without all the pressure all the pressure of of, of gifts, you know. Yeah. Um. And so and, and Thanksgiving too. I just have fun memories when I was a kid. Uh, I don't think this is politically correct anymore. But my uh, Christian school, we would dress up like pilgrims and Indians, and then we would sing songs together. And that was like a that was a fun memory for me. I just. I love Thanksgiving. Cancel in your school. But I mean, it is tradition, River Jordan. So speaking of Thanksgiving traditions, do you have any Thanksgiving traditions? We do have one. Me and you actually share a tradition together. Yeah, we do. We Not do. just the two of us. <laughs> Every Thanksgiving morning, <laughs> me and Junior, no, we play football together, yeah. the Turkey Bowl. Yeah, we do play Turkey. And we got some great memories when it comes to the Turkey Bowl. Nah. We, I have some of those memories. Yeah, so there's Remember this one, one year. Yeah, this that one year. It, it was great. Um, Jordan and I were on the same team, and it Jordan went up and intercepted. You had a good catch. I you did. intercepted yeah. a, a pass, and you landed on your head, on, and it was like icy. Like It was already one of those. Yeah. Like it already frosted. It was icy, and you came up. You had like this weird look on your face. <laughs> Half of your hair was like combed <laughs> over to the side. It was just this weird look. And for the next like five minutes after every play, you'd come and be like, Junior, oh, what's the score? What's the score? And I'd be like, this is like, we just started, bro. It's 0-0. Zero, zero. And then next play, Junior, like, hey, what's the score? What's the score? You're like, quit being an idiot. Yeah, you're <laughs> I have a freaking concussion. And this over guy, this guy's over here being like, oh, quit being an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you were being an idiot. Yeah. So after a while, I was like, hey, guys, let's stop the game. Like, something's actually wrong with Jordan here. <laughs> and uh, we sent you to the ER. I, I had a concussion. Yeah. I was, I started slowly to regain my memory, but I was, I was, I don't remember much of that day. <laughs> memory of that, though, I wasn't there, but I did hear about it Lindsay your wife came up and was like you know hey are you okay are you okay you know it was like the first time yeah. she saw you and I, can you remember do you know who I am she asked you that and then you said your ex-girlfriend's name <laughs> <laughs> it was a classic that was a even when movie. I was on yeah even when I wasn't fully there I was still there enough to make a good joke <laughs> it was but your dad too I remember he was I was in the car with him he was taking me to the hospital and I kept asking I kept saying I, I think it's coming back to me like I think I'm getting it again and your dad just kept being like You've been saying that for the last half hour. <laughs> Good being an idiot, yeah. Jordan. So between the two Zigglers, I was really well taken care of. To my defense, as soon as I knew you were concussed, I got you help. I stopped the game. Problem is, is concussed Jordan is very close to normal Jordan. <laughs> okay. You know what? Next time you sneeze, I'm just going to let you die. <laughs> so what are we doing on this river? This is Thanksgiving River. Technically, this is a special, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And we know this river will only be listened to this week because after this week, you know, canoers are just like, they're going to skip right over this. It's just what you do on, on special. So I said we make this a little different, a little fun. Yeah, let's do it. But before we do something different, let's do something we've been doing every river for season two, River Views. So Junior, I've been using this product for the last couple weeks. Yeah, it honestly looks a little, um, how do I say this? Risque. Risque? Yeah. How does this look risque? It's a foam ball that I put in my <laughs> mouth and a cord around my neck. It what looks you- like something from Fifty Shades of Grey, bro. <laughs> like, honestly, the other day we were making lunch and you were just gnawing <laughs> this thing. And it was making me very uncomfortable. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a sex toy. It was uh, It's an ad on my Instagram. It was a jaw workout. A jaw workout. And yeah, it was this guy and he had this chiseled jaw and he was biting on this little, it's not foam, it's like this little rubber ball that you put in your mouth and you put in your mouth. It looks like a bondage thing. (laughs) Yeah, and you just, and you just kind of chew on it like a little chipmunk and it gives you these, this, this superhero Superman jaw. Okay. But is that really a thing? Like a chiseled jaw? Like, I don't think chiseled jaws are, I don't think people really like care. Oh, hundred percent. That is what makes a man a man. Uh, Like women, it's a proven fact. You ask women what they're most attracted to on a guy. And they'll be like, 
the jaw. Yeah, no, I'm not bought in on this at all. I, I get working out your arms or your legs, but your jaw, like I've never heard a woman say, you know what? He's pretty flabby, but his jaw, are, dang. Why do you think superheroes are so jacked with their jaws? I don't know. I, it must have been the thing in the 50s, but like today, I mean, just be a man and grow a beard. Hide the jaw. Uh, uh, no, it's still, a, it, the still, it's the jaw that makes the beard. Touch my jaw. Touch it right now. Feel how thick. I don't know. I think I have a, just as good of a jaw. And I have been using a bondage ball. <laughs> Actually, so I've been eating like food the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And I don't know if I jack my jaw, but it's starting to hurt pretty bad. <laughs> no, but let's, you know what? I think we should bring on the woman between our Okay. Walls. All right. Let's bring her on. All right. The woman between our walls. Nani, quick question for you. When you look at a man, does his jawline, does that, does that matter at all? Yeah. Does that make him more attractive? If he has a strong jaw. Do you look at a jawline at all? It's not something that speaks to me. There you go. No. Okay. Well, all right. The, I, we, have, we are officially tied now. No. The I jaw, win. Okay. First of all, the jaw is one thing that actually does speak to you. <laughs> that is good. The jaw actually speaks to you. I like that. Yeah. All right. So you have to rate this, though. We got to rate it. I haven't used it. Uh, five stars. I'm giving it. Honestly, my cheeks have never been stronger. Okay. 4.7. Wow. This is something every man needs. All I right. keep it in my car. And in between drives, I just you chew. probably look like an idiot driving down with that thing <laughs> around your mouth. Watch out, Lindsay. Your man is coming home with a chiseled jaw. <laughs> really More kissing stamina, <laughs> you, I guess. Hey, does, do you know why he has a rope on it? In case, why? You, in case it goes down your throat. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. I thought it was just so you could wear it as a necklace. <laughs> no, in case you really need to pull it out of your throat. So, Jordan, you said we got to make this river different. What do you want to do? What if we talked about traditions for a bit? Okay. I mean, Junior, you and I, it's no secret. We're we are not really traditional guys, per yeah. se. No? Two dudes in a canoe, not a traditional <laughs> name for a podcast. <laughs> no. But I, but I do know you, and you have a quite, quite a few traditions. I yeah. have some traditions, and traditions are special. Yeah. And we have more traditions than I think people would think. Yeah. And so we're heading into a time of year where there are a lot of traditions with Christmas yeah. and Thanksgiving. And so I think we should talk about the benefit and the health of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, th- that- I think if more of our families had traditions, I think there'd be more to look forward to. And honestly, the healthier their families would yeah. be. Yeah. Actually, it reminds me of a book that I read a couple of years ago, The Power of Full Engagement. Yeah. Really good book. All about managing energy instead of time. We're always so focused on managing time, right? But this book is all about managing energy. Do your best to work at like peak times of, of energy. Which is great, but again, it sounds like nothing we're talking about. <laughs> Sorry, I just sneezed and lost my track. No, <laughs> I'm getting there. There's a, there's a part of the book that talks about how, rich, uh, how rituals before something important are very necessary. Okay, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, so let's say, I'm, I'm getting there. Let's say that you have to give a speech. Jordan okay. and I, you, know, you and I, we public speak all the time. This book argues that you should have a ritual or maybe like in this case, a tradition that you do before you do something important like speaking. Oh, so you're talking about like praying, like we pray before we speak. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like getting on your knees backstage and praying it reminds your heart and your body that you're going into something important and, and, and to yeah. like bring the energy. Uh, having rituals before bed, like like praying or reading or washing your face, it reminds your body to relax. Mm. This is why sports players have weird rituals before their competitions, right? It's, it's, it's letting their body know, hey, it's game time. Get ready. Uh, like LeBron James, how he does the little smoke puff uh, yeah. chalk yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. guys, they wear the same underwear. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of LeBron James wearing the same underwear, but absolutely, it's exactly right. what it's exactly what I'm talking about. And traditions are kind of like rituals. Traditions can play a part in reminding yourself, hey, we're going into a very important time. We're going into a very special time. So, for example, ever uh, ever since our first year of marriage, Nicole and I start decorating the tree to the song "Christmas Lights" by Coldplay. Uh, it's not like it has special lyrics. In fact, I think it starts out with like a fight in the song or something like that. Huh. But it randomly played our first year of marriage when we were decorating. And Wait, now is it that just the song of... that goes like, look how they shine for you. And it was all yellow. No, that's the song yellow. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but every year that 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 song, Christmas Lights, we just play it in our house. And now it just kind of ushers us into Christmas. It reminds mm. our family, hey. We're going into a very special time, and that's that's the really the role of traditions. Okay, I'm I'm track with you. I, I automatically think of before Thanksgiving and before Christmas. Me and Lindsay, we've never known a Thanksgiving or Christmas without a Thanksgiving Eve service and without a Christmas service. We yeah, just yeah. church has been such a big part of it of actually setting up our our own hearts and our own families. Like this is why this is important. Yeah, this yeah. is why Thanksgiving. This will, listen, the food, the football, it's all fun, but this. What a good time of year that we can just focus on gratitude. Right. And you it's almost like if, I've done this where I'm almost go to like the Thanksgiving Eve service or Christmas Eve service, almost in a bad mood. Like, yeah, I don't even know if I want to go. And then I leave in a very different mood because I went through almost that tradition where it reminds your body, hey, we're going into something special now. Mm. Thing of it is, is I'm not really typically a traditional person. Like I'm not that difficult person in the church who never wants changes and only wants to talk about the good old days. I'm not that person. But I am traditional in the sense of, there are certain memories that I like to create in my home. I like I like to invade the senses in a sense of uh, there are certain sounds like the Christmas playlist to tell our girls, ah, oh, this this feels it sounds like Christmas with mom and dad. There are, there are certain smells like the smoked turkey. I smoke a turkey every Thanksgiving. Mm. Uh, there's a, a certain taste, you know, mom's cranberry relish that invades our senses that will one day bring our girls back. You yeah. know, when they're older with kids, we'll be like that tastes like Thanksgiving with dad. Can I just tell you how important that is? And you know this, it's so important for kids, mm -hmm. especially today. I was reading an article about tradition and it was talking all about how we, because we live in such a fast-paced world and how everything just seems to be in like this constant turmoil it was talking about how important traditions are even more so than ever before. oh because it kind of anchor you yeah they're talking about traditions that give you this sense in your family and kids this consistency this familiarity this semblance of order and predictability that it provides to their existence i mean it's huge for us interesting and like you said as they get older they can look back and, and have those I, I, some of the best memories i have growing up were the traditions that we had every yeah year. yeah so I, I would say let's be very intentional with what traditions we're going to create. Maybe we need to create some new traditions this Thanksgiving, Christmas. Yeah. Maybe we need to get rid of some old traditions that aren't so helpful and, and maybe replace those. But what are some, let's be in, very intentional with those traditions. Uh, around this time of, of year, actually this week, Nicole and I will load the girls in, in my truck and we're going to drive past all of the Christmas tree lots. I'm not saying they're bad, but we're going to drive past all of those parking lots. We'll drive out into the country a good hour or so to a Christmas tree farm and we're going to cut a tree down. That's fun. We used to do that growing up, and now I just got a plastic one because I'm lazier than my parents before me. <laughs> well, I no, I mean we did that too, but now as the girls are grown, it's I, just, yeah, we'll it's, probably get back to it. Yeah, it's an intentional memory that I want to give yep. our girls. The memories. I mean, it, it's more expensive. It's more time consuming. It's more annoying sawing a tree down, <laughs> lugging it through a field. But I want my girls to remember walking through a field picking a tree. Every time they smell a pine tree, I want them to I want them to, to go back to that memory of holding the tree as dad saws it. I want them to remember the experience of sitting in a wagon, keeping an eye on their tree in the back. 
It's not like this mm. tradition is better than picking out a tree in the tree lot or getting a plastic tree. I'm not against that at all. Some people have great memories of going to the Christmas tree lot or setting up the, their plastic tree. That's fine and that's great. This is just what we do, a memory that Nicole and I actually sat down and said, we intentionally want this memory for our girls every time this year. That's good. Did your parents do that with you growing up? The tree, like, or did you guys have? A yeah, we know we did that. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. I grew up around yeah. farms, so there are Christmas tree uh, farms cool. everywhere. So we, yeah, yeah. So one of the things that my family did growing up that me and Lindsay have incorporated is Advent. Do you guys do Advent? No. So I, I'm I'm considering it though. Tell me more about like what you guys do because I've heard people do it. I'm like, okay, doesn't sound very fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know my dad, and I love him. He's just a he's, he's a yeah. cheesy guy, and so. Yeah. We were growing up, uh, good old Larry. Growing up, we every every night we would come together as a family. Yeah. We'd light the Advent uh, uh, candles, and we'd all just want to blow them out. Yeah. But we would all, and we we'd have to sing two Christian songs. I'd always want to sing Rudolph, and they would never let me. Really? But can just picture me, Come my on, two brothers, my mom, and then my yeah. dad leading us in carols. <laughs> was just like oh, that's awesome. It was so Acapella? funny. Acapella. Acapella. Yeah, it was man. terrible. That's where I got the <laughs> canoes. And. And then after that, he would do a little devotional, and we would eat. We at the end, we'd always end with the Advent calendar chocolates. That's cool. And we do that now with my boys. Yeah, we. I haven't done the singing yet because I don't necessarily have the courage <laughs> to do that in front of my wife. But, but you know, your parents sat down and said, "This is a memory that we want Jordan to have one day, and it's a memory that you yeah. look back on. You have to be intentional." Yeah, I wanted to that. ask you. So you, you and Nicole actually sat down and said, "What are some traditions?" There, uh, um, not like actually formally like that, but we have talked like we want the girls to have this memory around this time of year. So, so let's do this. That's a good idea, though. Yeah, I like, want to do that. Like I growing just, up, my uh, my my mom, she intentionally sat down with my dad, and they did this. They did the blessing tree, and we've done it at the bridge before. Yeah. You know where. We had all these cards folded up all over the tree, and every night before bed, it's kind of like Advent, only every night leading up to Christmas, we'd open one of those cards, and it was a challenge to be a blessing. Or to get a yeah. blessing. Sometimes you'd get like, hey, you're going out to dinner tonight. And you'd be like, yeah, because we never <laughs> went out to dinner. But it was usually like find somebody tomorrow and, and give them a piece of encouragement or something like that. Yeah. It was a tradition that I look back on that I, yeah. I really love. <laughs> so every time you got one to help someone, you're like, God dang it. Right. <laughs> I wanted the dinner. <laughs> something we have to keep in mind is this year invites a lot of stress. I mean, just the gifts. How are we going to finance the gifts? And that person got me a gift last year, but they didn't the year before. Should I get them a gift? And families are coming over. Friends are coming over. We have decorating and there's, I get fi more finances and there's a lot of stress. But this is the time of year we remember for years to come. So we need to intentionally decide what memories we're going to create. And maybe that becomes your tradition. So every year we, we kick off Thanksgiving with I don't know, shopping for a local food pantry. That's what we're going to do as a family, or that's what I'm going to do as, as an individual, and, and I'm going to make it fun. Or every year we kick off the Christmas season with reading out of a book or, or something like that. But what are you going to do to make this year special? And that's good. I want to say make it your own, though. Yeah. I think there's a lot of families who just kind of tag along with whatever their parents or grandparents did, which is right. great. Yeah. I think some of those should be handed down. For sure. But also make some of your own. You are new. You and your wife, you and your family, you are a new family unit. So do yeah. something new as a family. That you came up with together. Yeah. Uh, what's another tradition you have, Jordan? Uh, every year we ruin Christmas by, you know, because it's always fun. You want to wake up and just open presents. Yeah. My parents, they did this, and I'm going to ruin my kids' uh, Christmas by reading the Christmas story before we open presents. Oh, yeah. Well, no, yeah, my parents did that, too. Did they? Just yeah. like, get through it, Luke. I Come on, Luke. Luke. <laughs> Come, why do you have to be so detailed, <laughs> you freaking doctor? What about you? Uh, other than the smoked turkey and, and relish and, and Christmas tree farm, uh, we, we really don't have a ton. But one thing Nicole does with the girls is uh, bake a birthday cake for Jesus. We do that, too. Yeah. like I think it's our, our, our kids' ministry at our church came up with this years ago. Yeah. And so as a family, we're just like, yeah, let's just do this every year. Yeah, that's fun. We, we, do you actually 
sing happy birthday too? Yeah. To Jesus? You do it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it's sounds fine. really weird and cheesy, and maybe it is, but <laughs> it's just something we do to remind our girls, hey, this season isn't really about the tree or the gifts, as fun as they are, but this is about celebrating a birthday, and this is what we do this time of year. Junior, I like what you said earlier about that book, though. Tra- traditions remind ourselves that we're going into something special. Yeah, totally. Kids might roll their eyes at it. You might say, kids, I'm going to read the Luke 2 story, or kids, we're going to go do this instead. And Jordan, you remember those traditions, sometimes rolling your eyes. I'm sure you rolled your eyes singing those Christmas carols. We got sent to our room many times. (laughs) Kids will roll their eyes at it, but if you make it fun, despite what others may say or despite what the kids are, the kids eye rolling like Jordan and I did, the memory will be something that they will hold on to for years to come. So you need to intentionally decide whether you're a family or single, you need to intentionally decide what is going to be my tradition. I'm going to do this this year and every year for now on. Yeah, ground your family with some good traditions that they'll remember forever. Having said that, let's get into our tradition. Yes. Cut news. I'm loving it. All right, Jordan, quick canoe story. Terminally ill man arrested for mooning speed camera. What? I think this is fantastic. So <laughs> the guy knows he's going. He's probably yeah. been busted by getting speeding tickets. And so he just, he's like, he's just, I'm going to go moon them all. So that, that was his bucket list. Yeah. It's fantastic. That's a good question I though. Th- do, do you, I applaud this guy. Do you have a, like, okay, you were just in the hospital, mm-hmm. almost died. Well, no, I didn't. <laughs> from a sneezing attack. Sneezing. <laughs> okay. Zyrtec saved your life. That's right. Now you have 24 hours. So you have 24 hours to live. Yeah. What do you do? Do you have a bucket list? Uh, I would take my girls. I'd want to create this crazy memory that my girls would remember being doing with their dad. And so I would take them scuba diving with whales. Uh, whales? Yeah. Oh, that's a little... It's going to be their last day, too. That's a no, little dangerous. People can... Yeah, people scuba dive with whales before. No, they don't. Whales yeah, they do. eat people. Whales don't eat people. Uh, have you ever heard of Jonah? Okay. You believe Jonah? <laughs> <laughs> don't... <laughs> Don't start. We would, we would stay at a good distance. We'll put it that way. Okay. That's what fair. would you do? I, I like your answer. I think that's, I mean, I got 24 hours. I'm going to go on an adventure with my family. I yeah? think, I, yeah, I've thought about this. All right. So what would it look I, like? I'm just going to get up. We're going we're gonna to go to the airport. Kay. We're going to get on a, a random plane. Yeah. Don't know which one, where it's going. We're saying get on a plane. And you don't know where it's going. And we're just going to go wherever it lands. And, and like 45 minutes later, you're going to land. It's, Welcome to Fargo, <laughs> North Dakota. I'm spending my last my last hour at Denny's <laughs> on the corner. <laughs> I'll have the flap, Jack Sally. <laughs> so, Junior, we're talking about traditions. And it reminds me of a quote from Gandhi. Yeah. Gandhi, actually, he said, it's good to swim in the waters of tradition. But to sink in them is suicide. Yeah, that's really good. Because there's another side of this whole conversation when it comes to traditions is traditions are really good when you use them correctly, right? It reminds your body, it reminds your soul, it reminds your heart that you're going into something special, that you're doing something special, that you're doing something meaningful. But traditions can also get in the way of really experiencing life. And I would even argue experiencing God. I think there's a lot of traditions in churches that keep people from really seeing God in a raw and real way, seeing Jesus, yeah. the humanity of Jesus, while also his God, you know, his, his divinity. But traditions can get in the way of all of that. Yeah, it's like that one verse in Acts. It says Christians were saying, hey, let's not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are turning to God. And I think that's what we do a lot with traditions, is these traditions make it difficult for people to actually turn to God and know Him because they have to go through all these different barriers. And, and Junior, me and you, I think we're constantly trying to tear down some of these wrong traditions that people 
and the church have kind of unnecessarily built up, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, you know, as a pastor, I, I, I get some weird questions sometimes, yeah. right? Well, like, I feel like you're a walking hammer to, of traditions. You think so? Yeah. Which I mean, is funny because I love traditions. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, you have long hair. Sure, yeah. I like, would say, you don't look like a pastor. <laughs> I don't like, I don't love traditions in the church. I love traditions in the home. Mm-hmm. I don't love them in the church because I think that the church is supposed to be bringing people in constantly. And when you have traditions that don't make sense, I'm not throwing shade at the Catholic Church. There's a lot of things that the Catholic Church does, but the Catholic Church is very, very traditional. If I were to walk in, and man, I've been studying theology for years. I've grown up in the church. If I were to walk into a Catholic Church, I would have no idea what the majority of things going on. And yeah. maybe they are meaningful. <laughs> maybe they maybe they boil down to some really cool story in history. I don't know that, though. And so that's actually going to keep me from really being able to worship because I'm just going to sit there confused. Yeah, that's good. I went to a Catholic wedding and didn't, they were at the Catholic wedding, they were doing the time of the Eucharist okay. and their communion, which I guess is different than how we do it. And so I didn't know this, but you're supposed to go up and you just put your, I think you put your, your tongue out yeah. and he puts it on your tongue Yeah, and then you walk away. So you I didn't, didn't know what to do. And I didn't know. So I just go up there and he goes to put on my tongue. I didn't know that. So I take it out of his hand. And I kind of do like a, like, bro, like, back You hug. gave him a hug? Yeah. <laughs> and oh he looks goodness. at me just, it's like, astounded. Like, I just, like, shot the Pope. Yeah. And I went back to my seat and, like, oh, I don't know if I was allowed to come back. But it was, but I didn't know. I've never. You don't know the tradition. Right. No. So this is why I'm for traditions in the home because this is, you know, where we teach. This is where we make memories. But the more traditions in the church that you have to explain the more they just get lost, and as Gandhi says, not that we create church around Gandhi's <laughs> quotes, but as Gandhi says, you end up really drowning in those traditions, and they lose their meaning. Okay, so what are some of these unnecessary traditions that you've seen, maybe even just in evangelical Yeah, yeah, culture? I don't want to pick on the Catholic Church here. Uh, in my own like, in my own upbringing, uh, I would say I've seen people really tr- hold on to tra- traditionally to music styles. Uh, I'm more of a traditionalist. I, I would rather sing hymns. Yeah, me too. Um, like I, remixed hymns. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like go it. to a church who doesn't do many hymns. Um, and, and I'm okay with that. But I, I do see some people who it's like, that is like, that is a no-no. We, we sing hymns only or dressing up for church. That I get a big so one. much flack for not dressing up or not wearing socks on stage. You get some weird, weird comments about what I wear. But some people get really into, you know, I want you to wear a suit and tie. I like dressing up in such a way where the guy next door who would rather be working on his truck doesn't mind walking into church and being like, hey, I guess I fit in around here. So I'm not just picking on Catholics. As Protestants, we can have these traditions that we really yeah. like that we grab onto that end up being a barrier for people coming to know Jesus. Yeah, even the way we speak sometimes. And I'm not trying to get really down on it, but but you're right, even just with all the thines and King James style and brothers and brethren and like yeah. it's just it's one it's just weird. Right. But two, that can be a barrier if you're if all of a sudden you have people and they don't know what you're talking about or they don't even understand what you're saying. They're that's gonna a barrier. Think this isn't for me. A hundred percent. I'm not welcome here. We got we're we're talking about the, the traditions that are unnecessary. Yes. I mean, we're all about our church and our faith is built on tradition. Right. Right. So there is good tradition in the church that we should hold on to. Things like the creeds. Mm-hmm. We just did a whole series on it. That's yeah. those are that, that's doctrine. Yep. Hold on to that. That's the teaching of Jesus. Right. Um. Baptism. Yeah. Communion. Jesus told us to get baptized. Those, First thing you do yep. when you become a follower of Jesus is you get baptized. Something we got to hold on to. We can't get rid of that. No, and it's a beautiful tradition. Yeah. One of my favorites. Right. We have a whole weekend where we baptize hundreds of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, then we have communion. Communion. It's another big month. 
Yeah, and, and that's meaningful. But every time we do communion, we actually teach what is the meaning behind communion? Why are we doing this? You're right. It's not just like, hey, we're just going to do this. I'm going to hold a wafer out, and you're going to have to grab it with your mouth. <laughs> like or, a lizard. Yeah, <laughs> or like you, you know, go up there and hug the priest. But we're actually going to talk about yeah. why are we doing this right now? What does this mean? Because traditions, are all, they really only matter if they're meaningful. But as soon as we just become yeah. focused on traditions, that's when you begin to drown. I see it a lot, Jordan, like closed hand, open hand. Yeah, it's something we say a lot. Yeah, so as we approach traditions, there are some traditions that we keep in a closed hand. Especially, let's just talk in regards to church. So communion, Jesus told us to do that. We have to do that. That's a, tra- a yep. tradition closed that we hand. hold in a closed hand. We're not going to let that go. Uh, baptism, man, that's a huge one. We're not going to let hand. that go. That's in our closed hand. But then there are traditions that, or practices that we do that are in our open hand. Things like music styles, that's going to change over the years. Things like dress codes and and how we uh, look, that's going to change over the years. And so even as families, we should operate like that, that as we create traditions in our homes, there are some traditions that we hold in a closed fist. Yeah, going to church. Going to church. Going to those. Yeah, going to Christmas service. It's funny to me that people skip Christmas services and Chris, like church on Christmas. Yeah. Like, you know that Chris, it's Christ Mass, like yeah. that's it's all about going to church. 100%. But I'm going to skip it because it's it, Christmas is not a family holiday; it's a church holiday. But that's in a closed fist. As a family, we are going to be in church. But then there's some other things that are in an open hand that we see. You know, whether we get a plastic tree or a tree at the, the at the lot or a tree at the at the Christmas farm, that's in an open hand. The reason that that's in your open hand is because it's good, but it's not as important as what's in your closed hand. So you, from you know 20 years from now. That will be a great memory going to get their Christmas tree with their dad and mom. That that's yeah. that'll be a great memory, but that's not as impactful and important as you taking them to the Christmas service all of those years. Yeah, yeah. They they need that memory of sitting next to you in church and worshiping Jesus next to their mom and their dad. That's close fisted. All in all, be very intentional with your traditions. Have some traditions. Be very intentional. And then as you make those traditions, you're gonna have to figure out what's in a close fist here. And what's in an open hand? What's in a closest is never going to change. What's in an open hand? It's going to change over the years as the kids get older and the family dynamics change. But be very intentional. Which traditions are we going to have this year? So for the try it out, let's all take some time this week and create one tradition. Intentionally create a tradition. Tradition. Maybe you sit down with your spouse and you create some new traditions. Or if you're not married, man, I mean, listen, we have a lot of singles in the canoe. Still do a tradition. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's Like, have a meaningful tradition that just you do or you do with a friend or you do with, you know, some, some family. But create a tradition this year that is meaningful and then do it the next year. Something that you look forward to that triggers, hey, I'm going into a special time now. All right, so have a happy Thanksgiving, whether have you're decorated happy, for Christmas or not. Happy Thanksgiving. What are you doing? It's the best time. There should be more Thanksgiving music. Is there even one song that's a Thanksgiving song? Actually, yes. Ben Rector, you know yeah. what? He just came out with a Thanksgiving song last year. It's phenomenal. Is it really? Yeah, and it's, it's so smart because it's the only one. Oh, interesting. If we, could, if we, didn't, uh, if we had the rights to the song, we'd play it. Yep. But <laughs> Google it. And as always, please like and share this podcast. Listen, please. We don't know how much longer Junior has with us. Yeah. <laughs> that was a scary week. He might not be with us too much longer. Or whatever. And so please like this, share this. We love you all. We'll see you on the next river. <laughs>